Everybody, I'm Big Lovin. This is Don Della Stooch, and over here we got Dragon Buddy. Welcome to the Escape Pod, episode 104. The Bros Abide. I'm just having fun. <laughs> and clankety clank, bitches. Oh, clankety yeah, clank. I tell you what, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> so, 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 soap. No soap. Just in case. Listen. Good hygiene. Listen, clean. This is the chillest episode. Yeah. The bros abide, man. The bros abide, man. Bros it's, abide. It's one of those white Russian kind of shows. All kinds of shows. If if you've ever, if you ever had a white Russian, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I've watched a few people like make gallons of that shit. It's and just drink the shit out of it. It's so funky. It's so thick. It's uh, yeah. It's mm. yeah. milk and liquor. Just, yeah. it's There's not, some curdling going on. That's what I was just about to say. Curdling. Uh, mm. All right. Yum. So, what have you been up to this week, buddy? Fuck, dude. Do I have to talk about it? Vaguely. <laughs> okay. Just touch it. Uh, Allude to it. <laughs> working like that's it i've been dealing with fucking kids the fucking oldest daughter i love her to death but she's trying to get you to pull out all your hair yeah and i don't need help with doing that and i haven't just doing nothing I haven't been doing... I've been working, bro. I haven't really been doing much of shit. Like, feel that feels like I, that's my yeah. existence. Mm-hmm. I feel that. What about you, uh, Chris? What have you been up to? Um, I finally got a weekend off after, like, six straight weeks. Um, started off great Friday. Um, went out to about 45 minutes from here is, like, the city. Um from where we are. And it just so happened that Alan and his wife Moore had come in to our part of the woods and we went out for dinner and it was, it was awesome. Um, found out that we've got a lot in common um, to the point where I believe Moore and Kel um, are, you know, twins separated at birth. Nice. Um, like <laughs> even at the end, it was like, when's your birthday? Two days after mine. Huh? No way. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a great time. Um, had some pizza, some friends, and good time. Uh, started off a good weekend. Um, and then Sunday, we went to see a YouTube creator, Crank Gameplays. Um, he puts out a lot of content. Uh, and he had a show down in Philly. Um, it's like an hour, hour and a half. Almost like a skit show that he put on. Um, had the shirt. I don't want to go on tour. I have to go do the tour. Um, some funny stuff, good messaging through it, you know, basically do stuff that makes you happy. Um, 
was kind of what I took away from that, that things get you down and stuff. Don't do something because you feel like you have to do something because you, you want to, who cares what other people think. So, um, good messaging and did that with the family and then back to work on Monday. I might've fucked off yesterday, like a, a lot. And, um, you're allowed to do that. bro. It was good. It was, it was good. So yeah, uh, it was a good weekend and, um, a good yesterday. Nice. So yeah. What about you, Don? Uh, heroin, lots of heroin. No wonder you've been MIA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday morning, I finally went to the doctors about my uh, heroin usage, my heroin usage. And he said, it's good. Oh, uh, no, I went to him about my uh, absurdly high blood pressure that I've had since I got back from Las Vegas. Mm. And uh, they were like, well, you know, your EKG looks good and shit happens and you're getting old. And so, uh, yeah, welcome to blood pressure medicine. Mm. Yeah. So I started taking that shit. And very next day, my blood pressure was well in range and and I felt a million times better. So. Nice. Happy good times. So Friday, you get a pill. Yeah, just a little pill. I got a little one too. <laughs> Twenty-five milligrams, all it took. Nice. Um. Then me and my buddy Richie took a half day the next day, and we went to Detroit Tigers opening day baseball. And the Tigers uh, eked out a win against the Chicago White Sox. Nice. I don't know how you play baseball and have your socks be white, honestly. It's not playing very well. <laughs> truth. Truth. Uh worked Saturday. And then Saturday was a big day. Was it though? Yes, it was. Oh, okay. Actually what when, when I got home from the ball game on Friday, I did DoorDash. And then Saturday we worked in the morning. Then we went to uh my boss's going away party. Um, yeah, I was a part of that. Nice. I just, dude, I just don't remember. Like, it feels like all I've been doing is working. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a poker game. I, I played, wasn't a part of that. Played poker till like 11 o'clock at night. Then I came home and I worked on Sunday. Motherfucker. And then I went grocery shopping. I cooked dinner and I, it was like 10 o'clock, like that fast. Boom. It went from I left work at 11 a.m. to it's 10 at night. Fuck. Oh, Josh is the cinnamon roll, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sith, Sith Care Bear is the cinnamon yep, roll. Cinnamon roll. I knew that. I'm catching up. I know. Yeah. I'm starting to figure shit out. Yep. And uh, worked a double on Monday, just the one job on Tuesday, and this morning, and now we're here. Here we are, escaping but, on the pod. Like all you guys, like just a lot of working. Like mm-hmm. I work all the time. But we're getting ready to go on this cruise, cruise. So Crubes. taking a cruise, cruise. So taking time mm-hmm. off is just not a thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Got to do the thing so you can do the thing, right? But after I get back yep. from the cruise, there's going to be a little less working. He says that. Yes, I say he that. Says now. that. He says that now. We'll talk about it after the cruise. Yeah, <laughs> I got to catch back up, guys. I got behind. <laughs> no, what the plan is to do such a good job preparing for the cruise that when I get back from the cruise, I don't owe nobody shit. He's going to be on the cruise. Be like, can I offer my DoorDash services? <laughs> yeah, totally. I'll be like, I'm going to go down to Guy Fieri's. I'm going to get you a cheeseburger, you a coffee. That'll be 2750. 
Exactly. Right. And they'll be like, what the fuck? And I'm like, cruise surge prices. Exactly. <laughs> it's fucking real life. Um, I saw a video today of the uh, cruise ship that we're going to be on next to a normal cruise ship. Okay. And you could literally fill the bottom of this cruise ship with it and or up with water and put a cruise ship inside of this cruise ship nice. and go on a cruise. It's insane. Some of those are, they're huge. It, this one is the biggest one in existence. There's 6,000 passengers. Whoa. Hell yeah. Like what the fuck? It's got a roller coaster, bro. Yeah. yeah I'm not shit. doing a roller coaster on a boat. <laughs> it's got a, it's got a roller coaster and it's got a zip line that goes over the side of the boat. So that you're literally like can look down at the water as you're ziplining across the thing. Yeah. So you're like two carboners away from falling like 30 stories to the water. All I yes. can see is like the roller coaster. You're all safely buckled in. It goes over the edge a little bit. Clink. Shoosh. You're still buckled in straight into the fucking ocean. You can't undo your harness and then you just drown to death. And you're up so high. You have that moment to be like, this is fine. This is fine. I'm fine. Yep. And then you get whiplash. So like when you hit the water, oh, so you maybe you snap your neck and like you can't. And so then you're just inhaling water and you just drowned. You were going to do that anyway. Why do you got to snap your neck in your scenario? Because of the whiplash. Because you're belted into the roller coaster. Yeah, you're belted in, dude. It's fucking tragedy. I hope you don't go on this. I'm going to. No! Multiple times. Have a Snickers. Rethink this situation. I might eat a Snickers on the thing. Then you're going to be like, get me off of this horrific (laughs) fucking vehicle. My shit got together all in my pants. I like like to safely push the limits. (laughs) They beat out my rug, man. (laughs) Um, Really tied the room together. As as we always uh, uh, tell you guys. What happened? The one that tied the room together? Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. I'm at both ends, and then you set it on fire. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all your favorite places that all you find podcasts. Places. All of them. We'll be there. Hell yeah. Doing this nonsense. Or being square. Um, But don't miss out on the Red 5 Network, of which we are members. Yes. It's a place to find all kinds of excellent podcasts. And if you don't know what to listen to, you reach out to Lunar Girl. She will tell you what flavor matches your personality. She will fix you right up. She knows. It's true. There's 37 podcasts. In a row? Yeah. Try not to listen to any podcasts on the way to the parking lot. Yeah, because you don't want to be a part of that shit. Your ears will fucking bleed. Where are you going? You know where. You know where. (laughs) Where? Um. So this week uh, in Red 5 podcast, I listened to uh, Conversations and Black Spire Outpost. They did a one-for-one. One. I listened to that too, Donald. Yeah. I, I remember you saying Oh, shit, son. Yes, yes we all listened to this. The fucking tripod was fully oh. engaged. Really good show about Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah. Learned a ton. Um. Then uh, Salty Nerd did a deep dive of Mike Myers movies, which was super fun. Nice. They spent an awful lot of time talking about. Um, so I married an axe murderer. No. Damn it. Wayne's World. <laughs> like they really got caught in that pothole for a minute. It'll happen, though. 
But I do love So I Married an Ex-Murderer. Such a good fucking It was really good. And I've been wanting to bring this up. I I really like the um lady that is on uh, uh Star Wars Journey with Ashley and Brandy, but I really miss Brandy. Yeah. My sentiments are the same. It sucks that she's now super busy and cannot do the thing. Fucking life, bro. That's bullshit. Yes. Gets hope, the fucking hope way. she comes back soon. Yeah. Um I now forgive me, I forget the uh name of the Tiffany? Is it Tiffany that's with Ashley? Yes. yes. Um I like her. Like I wouldn't be opposed to when Brandy comes back, all three of them do the show. Right. But I get what you're saying, and I don't think the lady takes that as no disrespect. Well, she was, probably doesn't even listen to our no, show. No, and if she if she does, we're just you know, we're covering our tracks. Let's but I know what's up. I miss my brandy. Yeah, it's true. It is true. I love her, I love her accent. I'm not gonna lie, it gets me caught up. I'm like, oh, yeah. she's just it's so nice. I I don't feel like anything is really cool until she tells me that's really cool. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, that's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well. Uh, I would say uh, I listened to uh, another uh, new podcast that started uh, over the weekend with uh, DJ Red 4 from Rogue One Radio. The Exegesis um, debuted his show um, with um, uh, what, what did you Danny. say this name was? The Exegesis. Oh, okay. He's got a great intro. It like, gives you like Scrooge vibes when he's like, play the intro. and You can't play that. Someone will have a heart attack and die. <laughs> uh, it's got a good intro. Um, and it's all about fandoms, um, different perspectives of fandoms. He had uh, Danny's uh, daughter on, uh, Amelia. I think she's 13 or 14. And they just talked about fandoms and Marvel and, um, you know, is it on iTunes? It is on YouTube. I don't know if he released it just yet. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, good show, good new show. Um, but if you're listening to this as an audio podcast, consider joining us live on Wednesdays, seven ish. YouTube at youtube.com/slash/c/slash/atsw the escape pod. All one word. One word. Please join us at patreon.com and search ATSW the escape pod in the search creator bar to support our show and get on the exclusive escape crate, which we just all of a sudden have just fall off the fucking rails of sending those things out. Yeah. We've yeah. become the worst. Dude. We owe, um, we owe one to, uh, that guy and this person and that's like, we don't even know who the fuck we owe them to. It's sweet. fucking bad. We owe big, big sweet. Yes. It was big sweet. Now that it's warm, I mean, it though, five minutes to get to the uh, yeah, big sweet. That's who. It now is. that it's getting warm, you're going to actually be able to make the cup. You just need to calm the fuck down <laughs> with these cups, bro. Out of control. Yeah, <laughs> I am out of control. Right out of control. Um, as Brady mentioned, uh, uh, check out T Public, man. We have all kinds of excellent gear that you I, can hook up. Ah, uh, you didn't. Public. I could have swore you said T Public. No. All right, no. Patreon.com. That's the same difference. <laughs> um, you're gonna find all kinds of cool shit there, like coffee mugs and stickers and masks and tote bags. You can even get phone cases. One our, don, two cups. Jason said one it. Don, I two think... cups. You can get one don, two cups. 
Oh, IT public. Nobody wants that. Gross. <laughs> oh, you putting this on your credit card? Yeah, we need to make sure that clears first. Yeah. <laughs> what does it come up as? <laughs> the worst party. <laughs> I'm going to need you to sign here and here. Uh, go on the gram. Follow us. ATSW underscore the escape pod. Twitter at a the escape pod. Join the ATSW, the Escape Pod Facebook group. Um, you can find all of them if you go to bio.link slash ATSW, the Escape Pod. It gives you links to all of our social media, our Patreon, YouTubes, all of it. I really want to push the ATSW, the Escape Pod Facebook group. Push it. Because there I are feel some like great people memes. Are like they in there. shit on Facebook a lot, which rightfully so. I mean, yeah. at the same time, you can kind of trim up your your facebook pages a little but our facebook group like i'm so excited that fucking zori is a part of our facebook group yes. she's always fucking throwing stuff in there dude good stuff like all the fucking time and it's funny some of it yeah i may have seen before but some of it i'm like oh this is fucking fan fucking tastic i love this so like i'm always throwing stuff in there i know dragon buddy don is so join the atsw the escape pod facebook group it's a lot of fun. It's a private group. We don't get political. Uh, we rarely, rarely, rarely talk about sports unless it was something to do with the show or, you know, like that's sports are very rarely put in there. Yeah. So check it out. I just want to, I want to push that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just, you just wanted to goose it just a little bit. Just, just give a little goose. goose. A little pinchy pinch. Ready? Yeah, dude. We have right, uh, we have friends and family here. Yes, that we like to call the sidebar family. Mm, I we just made that up. Sidebar cantina family. Okay. Uh, okay. That's what that's more appropriate. Shout them out. Let's shout first and foremost. Always got to give a shout out to the sidebar cantina. That is the mothership. That is David Jason. That is the New Jersey Delphians. That is the fucking homies. True. Those guys are fucking rocking and rolling. They just did a fucking show on, correct me if I'm wrong, Dune, right? Yep. Correct. Yes. Motherfucking Dune. Motherfucker. What's up, dude? They say our mics sound like we're in a tin can. What? Again? I turned mine down, so I should be better now. Yeah. Something changed in the, in the, um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it was. It's all the same equipment that we were using two weeks ago. We didn't change the settings, anything. Something changed. Yeah. And we cannot get it back. Uh, I, they're saying it's balanced now. Oh, okay. I don't See, I don't think you sound any different to me, but that's not how we're coming out of you. Yeah. Wh whatever it is, is um, the, the, uh, conversation between us is balanced like we right. hear it balanced and then when it goes out to youtube something is getting wonky huh. nicole says everything sounds good cool oh they're saying it's better now i did boost up the uh slides a little bit and i dropped down a a, a scotch a scotch a scotch Either way, like when I do the mix for iTunes, it'll all be perfect. But I don't, I just don't understand what the fuck happened. 
Like our slides are all up like 30% higher than they used to be. And funny enough is minor down. I used to have to crank way up. Right. To like, keep up with us. To keep it's, up. Yeah. So weird. I, I just don't know what the fuck happened. So I have feelings about it. Strong feelings. Strong. Use and abuse with Kim and Scott doing their thing over on their channel. You can find them on fucking YouTube. You can find them on fucking iTunes. You can find them wherever you can get a fucking podcast. Those guys are fucking there. Oh, I think they have a bio.link, but I'm not sure. So I can't shout that out. Everybody should have a bio.link. If you don't, you're fucking up. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. I said it. It's real. If you don't chew big red, fuck you. Fuck you. That's, you know what I mean? Oh, dude. I'm fucking super hype on this one. Layman's terms is back. Yes. Champ. Champ's back. Brought, he brought his, he's like, you know what? Fuck you, Facebook. I'm taking my fucking talents to YouTube. And he's fucking doing the damn thing. He's like, I can fucking take this video and post it on the Facebook. That's how I fucking roll. I'm Keith fucking Layman, bitches. Killing it. Scott brings up a in, interesting uh, point. It could actually be something StreamYard did in their system that changed the way the output goes out. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. Brown chicken, brown cow. Sexy. <laughs> no. Sexy. That's hot. That's so hot. Who else? Uh, like. Don't forget backyard TARDIS because it's California and it's hot and he's locksmithing. It is hot. And, he is hot. and, and Nicholas listens to all of the pods. Mm-hmm. Like all of them. That's why he gets a shout out. Not just, you know, where this has been typically reserved for just the sidebar cantina family of podcasts, which is now a subgroup of Red Five, really. Mm. Um, but backyard TARDIS deserves his own props for being backyard TARDIS. Well, yep. Speaking Nicholas of which, Schaefer. he's got an old sticker in his van, so he's got an original that. sticker. Yeah, we need to replace that for him. We need yeah. to hook him up with fucking uh, a new one. Trinity. Yep. Yeah, he yep. needs the Trinity, the Holy Trinity. Absolutely. That's what you should call that. We should call that. Uh, but Bucket Bros is still solid. Mm-hmm. It's solid. Bucket Bro Trinity. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, War Bear. Check out uh, Backyard Tardis's show on uh, YouTube. It's called Adventures in Locksmithing. Oh, he's got great stories. He, well, meets he said blacksmith. Characters. He's talking about something different. Not blacksmiths. Uh, yes. Blacksmiths. Oh, War Bear. I know him. He likes he likes going out there banging on things. Hell yeah, like lady. <laughs> uh, what? Gentleman never says anything. The fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a party. It's a party. <laughs> oh, he got. And a last Patreon but not packet. least, the dude with three million shows, Big Swede for Big Swede's excellent adventure and Tactical Swede, which he still gets paid for, and Swede reacts on YouTube. Yeah, all on YouTube. Making that fucking cash cheddar cheese, as they would say. Yeah. Yeah. If you made a porno about a locksmith, would would the girl be calling a fucksmith? 
Mm. I mean, that would shut the fuck up, Donnie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, good idea. Hey, Chris, you want to shout out the chat? Oh, we got a lively chat tonight. General Chinobi. We'll, we'll, we'll stick with General. She's being nice to us. Sith Care Bear Josh, who's in the chat. Yeah, you don't War want Bear. Aggravator. No, no, no. Not now. It's too early. Plenty of time. War Bear. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, Lunar Girl, who's in all the chats. Tina in our chat. Zori Blissful. Jason, Mr. Jason Roscom's in the chat. Oh, my goodness. Jokes. He likes jokes. So funny. Nicole Marie, Bork Bork. Uh, Faith is in our chat. Nice. 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 Um, DJ Red 4 was in earlier. Um, I did see him. And Heck DeLorean is in our chat. I'm going to hit down and see the new stuff, and it's going to be more people. Uh, Brady Big Lovin's in the chat. I was there, dude. I was like, I was people were typing. I was like, me too, guys. Scott is in the chat. Um, yeah, and I'll hit the back button here. We're all hanging out in the chat. They're having a good time laughing. I see lots of laughy emojis. Very good. There's there's a shit ton of laughy emojis. Well, as as I like to do about this time, I'm going to shout out those who help us put on this show. Those would be Patreon, Patreon supporters. Oh, supporters now. They're like a jock supporter. Athletic supporter. They hold us up. Yes. Yeah, they're, Very they're like uh, band boosters if the band was a scrotum. Yeah, dude. They just oh, nice and hold up the show. Yeah. Big show. It is a huge show. Yeah. Um, Good job. And I, I do want to point out before I shout out to Patreon. Uh, we have a now, uh, short running and will continue to be a long running, uh, segment that only Patreon supporters get called the smoking section. Yes. Where you get about 10 or 15 minutes with just the three of us talking about whatever we decide the topic is. Um, and sometimes we push that out to the Patreon supporters where they get to choose the topic. That comes right into your email. It's just a little here. How you doing? Or if you have the Patreon app, yep. download the app. All you do is just open it, and it's in the feed right there. You click on it. Bloop, you're watching the yep. shit. You become a God. Patreon supporter tomorrow. Even at the dollar level, you get this. It's a benefit. Yep. It's for everybody. Get. It's for all of you. You get all the past episodes and all the future ones. And they're fun. They're good stuff. And they're yeah. not. They're not. We have, I think the longest one we've done is like 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 They're. They're real bite-sized. So, shout-outs for the Patreon. Scott and Kim Rasmussen, Big Sweet, Jen Bolt, Lunar Girl, DJ Red 4, Richie the King Arm Rooster, Kristen Roscom, Backyard Tardis, The Frank, Hell yeah. Chantel Gonzalez, Amanda Lorian, Darius Payne, what Steve Long, is? Eric Dub Williams, Philly Dave Martin, and as always, the Escape Crate sponsored by Nostalgia Inc. Hell yeah. Nice. Oh, I did forget Darius was in the chat. He was the first one to say, shut the fuck up, Donnie. And he meant it. He did. Um, Hey, Scott. Scott comes in the chat, says he loves the smoking section shows. Nice. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Before we get into the show proper, uh, we occasionally like to 
uh, take a minute to uh, appreciate people that we've lost uh, that, you know, influenced us or, or, you know, had a spot in our, our uh, childhood memories. We lost Gilbert Godfrey this week. Too soon. Way too soon. 67. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Really love Gilbert Godfrey's work, except for those doggone uh, movies about the devil kid. I forget what that was. Those were called problem child. Yeah. I don't like those. Uh, no, no. no I liked them as a kid. I can't watch them now. Right. Tough. They are tough. Um, I, I remember enjoying them as a kid, uh-huh. but like, I've seen them. Uh, which one? I seen one of them was on TV within the last year. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is a tough go." Yeah, this is a tough. Chantel says she loves those movies. Oh uh, well, Chantel's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had you had John Ritter <clears throat> not doing his best. John Ritter. Yeah, John Ritter was too much. John Ritter was such a nice guy in the, those movies. Yeah, yeah. this kid was so bad. Yeah, dude, and you're like. Yeah. Oh, John Ritter, lose your shit and fuck that kid. <laughs> you got to stab that kid with a shovel one good time. Right? Bury Under the water. In the bubble stop. You're good. Yeah. Yep. You didn't have him that long. Nobody knew you had a kid. Yeah, no shit. No Don't shit. forget. Fucking ruiner of everything. Huh? He was a ruiner of everything. Yeah. And what the fuck did, did John Ritter do in those movies? They lived in the biggest fucking mansion of a house. Right? Oh, yeah, dude. It Huge. was like those... John Hughes movies where you're like, there's no way that these people live in these fucking houses. Right. Like, or, or like uh Home Christmas alone. vacation, home alone, same thing. Yeah. Giant houses. Like in, in Christmas vacation, old girl is a housewife and he is a like low level office goon. Kind of. He worked in sales as I recall. Yeah. That is a fucking mansion. That thing had like eight bedrooms. It was eight. Oh. Man. Anywho. Or yeah, like you say, the home alone house. Like mm-hmm. what the fuck did that dude do for a living? Right. It's a family of what? Five. Yeah. Yeah. Is he the governor of the state? Like what the <laughs> fuck? Silver oh. Spear. That's Keith. He's in our chat. The champ. He's here. Yeah, Didn't- dude. Didn't the house in Home Alone have one of those big crescent driveways that came up yeah. in front of the house? Yep, because that guy kept hitting the little statue sitting yeah, out front. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. Yep. Anyway. Beautiful fucking home. It's a beautiful home. Yeah. Probably Two. worth seven hundred to $900,000 now. Yeah. Let's do this uh, movie business. Movies. It's movie time. <laughs> Movie time. It's movie time. Movie time. Brady's giving me the dirtiest of dirty. Yeah, it's a stink eye going on over there. Dude, I can't fucking stand it. I can't fucking hear shit. I can't. I can't manifest a speaker. I don't have one in my ass. This is an ongoing problem. You need to fix this problem. It's an ongoing problem. He doesn't have one there yet. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was not a problem when it was two, but when we became three, some some things had to happen, and I haven't brained out the right 
answer yet. This is just that's, fuckery. That's just, pretty much what every new parent says. Yes. <laughs> what I need is a, you know, like you get like a powered hub for all your USB shit. Like I almost need a powered audio, audio mixer thing. <laughs> Don is an ongoing problem. <laughs> it's true. Fucking Keith said Three's company was all about ogres. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna have to explore that deeper. I just I, those are some sexy ass ogres. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, movie news. Nice. Uh, Warner Brothers puts all Ezra Miller projects on hold while they assess the fallout from his recent arrest. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Homeboy has been acted a fool. In, in Hawaii. A damn fool. And the stuff that he's putting out on the internet is even crazier. I haven't been paying attention to any of it. Dude. At one point, he implies that a a group of KKK members or maybe all of the KKK members should buy guns and use them to kill themselves or everyone will eventually do that for them. Wow. <laughs> like it's He's been on a ride. I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't defend KKK members in this, but he, there's certain things you just can't say. Yeah, you just don't openly. Uh, <laughs> I came out uh, loud. <laughs> yeah, physically threaten them with uh, murder. It's true. You right. can't do that, especially when you are a famous person. <laughs> so, and oh, and, and I found out too. Like he was, he was in a movie, something, or we have to talk about Alex or something like that. I can't remember what his name was. We have to talk about whatever his name was. And he was killing people in this movie with a bow and arrow, right? He took the bow and arrow home from the set. Like as like, oh, this is my parting gift. And I guess he like almost forces everybody that comes around his place to see this thing. Like this is the uh, arrow that I killed the fucking people with. Uh, it's it's very strange. Yeah. Um, I I think that it's probably best that Warner Brothers spaces themselves from him before something bad happens. I still want to see the fucking Flashpoint movie. Uh, well, that's the thing is there's some people that are implying that we might be in limbo as to whether that even comes out. Yeah. indefinitely. it's a possibility. It's a possibility that they would scrap $80 million to distance themselves from this shit. Yeah. They were like, you know what? Shit happens. See you. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you got to go, but it's $80 million. Yeah. But did you see what he fucking said? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he's going to kill somebody or get killed. And we don't want to be a part of that. So get the, get the man some help. It's a wild ride. Mr. Toad. It is. Yeah. Morbius ties with dark Phoenix for record breaking box office. Second week drop off. And I'm going to let all the fans of this show and all the friends of this show know that as it stands now, this show will not be covering Morbius. 
Yeah. Nobody's watching Morbius, apparently. Unless it comes out on streaming and we all watch it and decide that it's worth clowning on for a while. Or saying, oh, we were wrong. This was a good movie, but I seriously. I don't know, man. Correct. Yeah. Because, like, normally I'm all for making up my own mind, but I have not seen one positive thing about this fucking movie. Nope. And I've seen people try to come up with something positive to say, and then their article literally is titled, ah, we couldn't figure it out. So, uh, fuck Morbius. They could be, this could be a movie, like an example of it got pushed back and pushed back and fixed in production. How many times to where you should have just left it. Yeah. And went with it. Could be suffering from that. Yeah. Maybe I, I'm not going to go out and go see it. I know <laughs> I have no, there's a lot of people on background saying that Jared Leto, uh, fucked a lot of this movie. And it's possible that he's a strange dude. It's possible that he finds himself not working in Hollywood anymore uh, because people don't want to work with him anymore. Isn't he? He's like one of those method actors uh-huh. that just jumps headlong into a character where you're like, dude, the camera's been off for three days. What yes. are you doing? And there, there's a conversation going on. I've seen in multiple articles about the dangers of method acting and yeah. even, even dragon mads Mickelson into it. I saw that where, where they're like, this is not uh healthy for the rest of us. It's really right. kind of the idea. Like, like right. this, this actor might be doing something that may or may not be special, but it is toxic for everyone else involved. Hostile work environment kind of crap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a dick. Yeah, so fuck it. Okay. So yeah, read, we're not going to cover that shit. Yeah, so fuck Morbius. Uh, <laughs> read Larson joins the cast of the Fast and the Furious 10. What? You read it, that's for sure. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah, Brie Larson. I'm going to read it. <laughs> if it's on the teleprompter, I read it. Will read it. It's, it says read Larson. Oh, <laughs> Larson. <laughs> To be um, honest, I think that our copy editor probably needs to be fired. Probably. He uses talk to text. Whoa, 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 Chantel. Now you just step stepped over the line. She's not really that wrong. I don't know. Okay. So Fast and the Furious 10, where you guys stand on that? Fuck that movie. Uh, I'll watch Morbius first. I haven't watched one since Brian O'Connor left the series. Right. Brian O'Connor. He's not in Fast and the Furious 10. Is that his last name? In the movies it is. Oh, I was so confused. He, I didn't even know he had a last name. What was the guy's real name? Thank you. I can't remember either. Uh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. I was going to call him doesn't make left-hand turns. It smells in both of these rooms right now. Is it too soon? Is it too soon? That's fucked up. Is it too soon? That was like a decade ago. I was fucked up. Yeah, I'm the dick. (laughs) I was the one in a supercar driving driving around a fucking residential area. That was me. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. 
Yeah, this coming from this fucking guy who fucking throttles it sometimes. Like, oh, ass in it breaks a little loose. <laughs> yeah, if this guy had a supercar, he'd be fucking dead in a week. Oh, I would never. You're out of your depth, Don. I'm out of your, you're out of your depth, Donnie. You're out of your fucking element. <laughs> the, all right, the Batman will premiere April 18th on HBO Max. Um, what do you think about the Batman? I hated it. Yeah, no, it's one of my favorite movies I think I've ever seen. Honestly, like, uh, peeled my wig back good. I was not prepared for the level of good that that movie was. It really was solid as fuck. Yeah, I can't Fantastic. wait to watch it again. And I've again. seen it, seen it thrice, and I can't wait to see it again. Yes, same. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito has leaked in the interview that Mandalorian season three may drop as early as this summer. Yeah. Fucking big, big. bring it, bring it the fuck on baby. Yeah. I, I thought fuck that yeah. was pretty interesting news. I, I'd be really surprised if we see it in the summer months, just because yeah, summer. summer months are busy times for folks. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if it comes nice. end of August. You know, like when, when I first read the leak, I figured it would be like September, August, maybe. But he's saying soon. So who knows? Yeah. Cool. You know, and maybe it's just a matter of they've they've moved some things around. Maybe. Uh, um, uh, Bob, Bob, what's the show about the dude from Rogue One? Andor. 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 Maybe maybe they had to move Andor around because some shit wasn't ready. Maybe they're just hoping somebody becomes interested. I'm fucking stoked on that show. I hope it's so good and you look like a fucking fool. I, I'm will. I'm more than. I will be happy to eat that plate of crow. I just. I think without Alan Tudyk and K2SO, I just don't think the character's going to work. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think that was the thing about, um, about his character that people liked. They associated him with the interaction. Cassian says, Cassian yeah. says, right. I think, I think on its own, the character is dry and I'm going in no expectations. I, and I would be love to be happily surprised with yeah, a decent that's story. me. I don't want to talk about what I think that shows about. I just want to go in there dry and hope there's a good star Wars story in it. But I don't think Cassian Andor is going to be the right reason why it's a good story. I, I think, he might be a player in a good story. I think the character's lame. My name is Aniga Matoya. I'll be your pilot. Prepare to die. <laughs> fuck you and your silly asshole. Fuck you, silly asshole. I will fuck you in the ass. I will fuck my own self in the ass. Fascist. The Adam Project breakout star is your new Percy Jackson for the Disney Plus series. Uh, we were just talking about that movie. We were talking about that kid, and uh, they snatched him right the fuck up. Yes. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds even said that they made a great decision with picking him. Seeing him behind the scenes after him in the Adam Project, which is really good, but seeing him behind the scenes rolling Deadpool monologues. And stuff that is hilarious. Yeah, like from from his memory, he's Deadpool, and Ryan Reynolds is there filming it, going, 
this kid. <laughs> right. Good stuff. He's going I, I'm excited to see him more. I, I think that everybody across the board was impressed with the quality of his acting chops. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, he's, he ain't no fucking Jake Lloyd, but he's pretty good. No, pretty good. I mean, not everybody can be Jake Lloyd. <laughs> One in a million. T- he really set the bar. Yeah. At the bar. This is set this the bar is the, right up here. The bare minimum of what acting is. <laughs> you guys want to do cocaine? <laughs> I don't like to do cocaine. I just like the way it smells. <laughs> All right, I did coke talk. once and the ice cubes got stuck in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some games. Power up. I'm bad. Get over here. Games. You're up, DB. Still. Don is still playing Elden Ring. Truth. <laughs> uh, That's wait. all I know about Elden Ring, other than it looks beautiful. I've watched some gameplay, yeah. like too much gameplay, and I'm like, cool. I'm going to play Shadow of Mordor. Oh, you're playing uh, that still? Yeah, I brought that back out. Oh, that's a good game. Yeah. That, that, uh, what do they call that? The Nemesis system? Yeah, really fucking creative. Good fighting mechanics too. Like I, yeah, they're very fluid. Um, Elden Ring is officially up there in my uh, catalog of games with Skyrim and Fallout Four. It is, it is beautiful. The fighting is wonderful. It's incredibly hard, but uh. The nice thing about it is you don't have limitations on how far you can grind. So when things are hard, you can just grind until they're. Yeah. Watch right. that. Somebody put in like six hours, just collecting these things. Yes. <laughs> yep. You can literally, I I've, I've heard, uh, uh, well, I work with a guy says he's got over 400 hours into it. I bet. So I, I don't know how much I have into it, but I bet you I'm getting close to a hundred. <laughs> it's, I mean, I've been, I haven't even touched anything else. I have the new Lego game, Lego star Wars yeah. saga, uh, uh, Skywalker saga. And I'm going to start playing that on my uh, trip to Florida okay. for this cruise. So I'll probably put, 12 hours into it on the way down and 12 hours into it on the way back. It might be a quarter of the way through it. But I also have uh, Horizon Forbidden West. That looks like a very pretty game. Yes, but it's still in the plastic because Elden Ring. (laughs) Because Elden. Yeah. And and the chat is, is bringing up that they have all gone back, not all, but some of them have gone back to play uh, SWOTOR, Star yeah. Wars, the Old, Old Republic. Republic. Yeah, a Thursday night thing, Red 5. Kind of hilarious. They're having a ridiculously good time doing that. It is a yeah, fun game. Yeah, do you game. see what they're fucking doing on uh, on Friday? Mm. From 10 a.m. to 6 yeah. p.m. Eastern, 
They are having a fucking jammy marathon. Jammy game session. All fucking day. Nice. Yes. I bought a giant bag of cheese doodles. (laughs) As you should. As you should. Yeah. We have a uh, gas station around here called Wesco. And they make fresh popcorn. And you can go in there and get a bag of popcorn like this big around and like this tall. (laughs) And that's that's what you do for shit like that. You just go get a giant bag of popcorn and some Mountain Dews, and we're going to play games until we can't do it no nice. more. That's Elden Ring in a nutshell. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Kingdom Hearts 4 is finally set to begin production, confirmed by Square Enix. Now, I've never played Kingdom Hearts, but I know that people fucking dig them. Yeah. My brother, my uh, younger brother, really loves Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this game is going to be built in Unreal Engine 5. So the initial buzz is already like through the fucking. <laughs> nice. And I'm a big fan of Square Enix projects. So I I know that I would like it if I were I to ever pick up the series. Um, Sith Care Bear, we were talking about video games, but you do you, buddy. What do you say? Uh, I've got my snacks, my lotion, my tissues. What were we talking about? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. And yeah. Kingdom Hearts. And Brie Larson. He really likes that game. <laughs> well, t- to be honest with you, there's no way that you yeah, could. Get- I thought you were going to be like, to be honest with you, I do the same thing. <laughs> you, you couldn't possibly uh, get done with the Elden Ring sesh and, and whip one off. Because your hands are so fucking tired by the time you get done of just being like, I can do all these things. It's always time. It's stuck like this. What am I going to? I'll be right back. Oh, no. Perfect. Just stay right there, hand. This is my strong hand. (laughs) I'm going to get you with my strong hand. (laughs) Want to tell them about about Uh, the uh, gaming channel, buddy? Yeah. Red 5 has launched a new gaming channel on YouTube and Twitch. Oh, bitches. I love the Ace Ventura version of reading stuff. (laughs) Red 5 Network Gaming. Yeah, pretty cool, though. Is that Um, what it's called? Red 5 Network Gaming. Um, We're all following each other. Anybody that does streams, looking to do streams, kind of getting together. Because uh, I've been kicking around streaming video games, getting set up, basically doing our own thing and eventually maybe open up a channel to where maybe we could have 24 hour content in the future. Who knows? Um, I but- do want to get involved in that. I do want to get uh, I'll play Elden Ring in front of everybody and make them watch. Right. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Bravo and, and Lunar Girl and Shinobi, they're uh, Bravo's I know has tried to put some content out. He's working some bugs out. Uh, in order to multi-stream uh, Twitch accounts. But um, yeah, in the works. Nice. Cool. So I got to let people in. They got to know. Let them know. I have fucking RLS. He does. Restless leg syndrome. Resting bitch face. No, I've got that at work. I got that at work. I yeah, I, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Katie Wyckoff today. Yeah. And I fucking, she was like, she was mentioning coming up to talk to me. And she's like, you always look like 
like so like, mad. And I'm like, no, I've got I I've got like the male. I have resting dude face. But anyways, getting back, I have RLS. Mm-hmm. I was finally given a pill to take at night to go to bed, and helps me sleep. It keeps my legs from fucking moving and shit, or at least making me feel that they're fucking moving. And it's fucking. I just took my pill just a second ago. My fucking legs are driving me crazy. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, man. You're probably going to have to go on that twice a day. And that's what I'm thinking. Like in the morning yeah. or like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. He does his, he gets to the point where he's over here. We're trying to talk and he he's getting frustrated because half of his body is dancing. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fucking awful it's just the worst feeling i can't explain the fucking feeling but it is fucking horrendous i fucking hate it dude so if you're watching and you see me moving and getting up and going off screen like i i i'm not trying to be rude to the audience it's just like i my body can't fucking take it it's fucked up that's the second time we've talked about some older people shit on yeah. the show tonight because my yeah. blood pressure and your restless leg syndrome. Let that be a lesson to all you out there. Something's wrong. Go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a yeah. bitch about it. Just don't fucking, wait. Yeah. Don't make wait. the appointment. Go have it looked at. Nine times out of ten, a little bit of medication. You can go back to your life. Yeah. yeah. Worst comes and to worst, I, you get a finger in the butt and uh, have a good day, sir. You get squishy. Butt. Well, sometimes the finger. <laughs> no, no, that's the wrong party. Ooh. Let's talk about sports. Did you push the button? Because I couldn't hear anything. No, I haven't pushed the button yet. I'm just saying, let's talk about sports. That's what we do when we get uncomfortable, right? We talk about sports. (laughs) It's time for Sports Talk with your hosts, Don Juan Delanooch, Brady Lovin, and Dragon Buddy, here on the Escape Pod. Brady looks absolutely miserable that he can't join in on the music. I miss it, dude. That was like, why the fuck did we even do? I'd rather he just say, let's go to sports and in sports. Like you all get to hear the fucking candy. But the thing is, I, I can't hear it either. I'm just making it up in my head. And it pisses me off. <laughs> That's why he's mad. Cause I'm over here dancing to nothing. And I'm just living vicariously through my memories of what the song is. <laughs> Well, you were in it's been, it's been so long. Yeah. It's been so long. I forgot what the jingles are. Oh, man. The jingles are the jingles. Son of a bitch. And that one's a new jingle. It's a newer sports jingle. Yeah, it is. Yep. Son of a bitch. Damn it. It's a damn it. So. So, uh, sad day. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins fatally struck by a dump truck on the Florida highway. Apparently, he was crossing the road and um, life taken too short. Um, he was going to be, what, 25? Yeah. Uh, crazy. Yeah. Now, to add a little levity to that, fucking, I, I typed in our, our local group chat. Hey, you know, Dwayne Haskins from the Ohio State, uh, blah, 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 this happened. And I don't remember how I worded it, but I I was legitimately just conveying what I had just found out. And these three fuckers 
<laughs> completely thought that I was being the fucking throwing some shade on it came the off like, Well, you know, Ohio State does suck. That's how kind of how it came off. And it was like, what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> yeah, it was like, Jesus, man. And then I was like, no, really, that's just that's what happened. And they're like, oh, we okay. get it. But all right. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I was like, thank you guys read that wrong. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't even that I wrote it wrong. It's like they read it. <laughs> my cynical snarky yep. fucking it was it was i laughed so hard and felt kind of bad at the same time yep tina are you telling me to spread my legs wider relax and wiggle my toes or or is that, that a suggestion for is you? that for everyone in the chat <laughs> yeah, yeah is that for everyone is to do or that your method of getting through being restless or Right. She's like, and then they'll just put it in. Wait, what? 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 I'm Tina. That's what I did. (laughs) All right. Good for you. All right. Now Um, it's a party. Woman attempts to glue herself to court to a basketball court and protest during the Clippers versus Timberwolves game in response to an alleged animal rights issue at Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor's egg farm. So, did you see the video? No. Oh yeah. At first, the announcers are like, "Oh, I think uh, one of the uh, uh, like security fell down," and it it was this woman that had glue all over her wrists, and she was trying to hold them onto the floor to get glued to the floor, and they were trying to pull her arms up, and she was fighting the whole time. Why did she pick her wrists? I have no idea. I would have got that shit all over and been like, Get "Yeah, me off. yeah, hands down." Right, literally. Like, quick, I I put the setting. Put I put it the all one over part of the epoxy, chest, all over, and then just fucking splat. Yeah, yeah. Get it. Get says, one of those. It says thirty seconds. <laughs> it's gorilla glue. Well, you're gonna get fucked by a gorilla oh. in jail. Yeah, you are. <laughs> just bizarre. Oh. Like, what? Very strange. I, well, I, you know, so, listen, I am all for ethically treating animals, and I'm. I don't consider myself a pet owner. My dog is my furry boy. He's my buddy. He's my my furry son. But P- there's some members of PETA that go above and beyond to make you go, what in the blue fuck yes. were you thinking? But there was nothing about the protest that explained their issue. I just could glue myself to the floor. I'm going to glue myself to the floor. They'll figure it out. Fucking eggs, bro. Because clearly chicken eggs. Chicken eggs. And when I put those two together, I'm like, I should glue myself to the fucking floor of a basketball game. So what by my ribs? The idea or the egg? (laughs) I think the egg was cracked and it had an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was a crackhead. Uh, Ah. Alan's got margaritas. And dinner. Oh. Oh, I love margaritas. I love food. Yeah. True story. Let's get into the hot sheets. Hot sheets. You guys ready? I'm ready. These are the hot sheets. Best investigator reporting on the planet. What in the Captain Planet did you just say? (coughs) On the planet. On the planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't hear it, so it didn't make sense to me. I know. I hope you step your dick on the way to the shower tonight. That would be an amazing feat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Holy shit, it did What has your feet got to do with it? Exactly. Oh, guys, things are happening, and I might have to leave. <laughs> These socks, they're huge. <laughs> Take it away. There's no way he just buys the size 6 to 12 socks. There's no way. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I'm just... <laughs> just say it. Just say it. Just messing with you, man. Come on. Have fun. Have a little Socks. fun. Just one sock then, okay? Yeah. And then you cut a hole in the end of it, and you're like, look, I'm wearing a beanie. Somebody help. <laughs> help. Call for help. Call for help. I need help. Avengers <laughs> 5 is rumored to be a secret war story. I'm fucking pumped on that. Mm. Yeah. I'm fucking so much good that. shit in the secret war. Yeah. They can do a lot. Especially how they just got rid of Spider-Man's identity to the world. They can bring Spider-Man back and involved in that. Fucking do things. I love it. Nice. I fucking nice. love it. Oh, they're calling for Bat Yoda. Not yet. Yeah, we can't do Bat Yoda today. No. I mean, come on. Right. There's no cues, Brady. You'll never know what's coming. It's not the right day for Bat Yoda. Respect yourself. That's what I say. Oh, treat yourself. (laughs) So, uh, something happening. What's going on over there, Don? Nothing happening over here. Yeah, Don, you're (laughs) reaching pretty fucking far over there. Now he's pulling out weapons. For you audio listeners, yep, that's right. Those were dildos. (laughs) Agatha Harkness, played by Kathleen Hahn, is rumored to be in Doctor Strange 2. Agatha. And Doctor Strange too. How do you feel about that? Cool, dude. I'm so fucking ready for Doctor Strange too. Yes, the multiverse. Let's get it. Yeah, fucking bring that shit on. Feed this baby bird right here. There's so many cool things you can do with the multiverse. You've got, you've got Spider Gwen. You've got Venom Gwen. You you can go crazy with the multiverse. Yes, yes. You can do all the things. You have crazy nuts. Shooting potatoes out of a potato out of a tennis ball launcher. It boiled potatoes up his ass, and, and I shot him blue. right in his silly ass. Right in his ass. Do you guys got to pee? It's time. It's I, time. I don't. But like, it's time. I can't even this fucking is hear it. Of the USS Enterprise, reminding Don Brady. Dragon Buddy, and all other podcast guests to please use the facilities. Now I know why they call you Dragon Buddy. <laughs> Set phasers to oh my. Why you Dragon Buddy? Oh my. 
Nostalgia Inc. in downtown Jackson is your one-stop shop for comic books, graphic novels, tabletop games, supplies, and tons of other super nerdy stuff. They have everything from your favorite superhero comics to all the latest manga and horror graphic novels. Superman, Spider-Man, The Avengers, My Little Pony, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, My Hero Academia, Star Wars, and Batman are just a few of the familiar titles you will see while browsing through the store. And don't forget to check out their back catalog. And for all your tabletop needs, Nostalgia has the largest in-stock selection in the area of Dungeons & Dragons books, miniatures, and more. As well, they have the latest Magic the Gathering and Pokemon card game releases. Store hours are currently 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. So come to downtown Jackson and get nostalgic at Nostalgia Inc. What's up, everybody? This is Big Lovin' and Don Della Snooch. We wanted to take a minute to tell you how to get more from the Escape Pod experience. Become a Patreon supporter and you will get lots of bonus content, including movie reviews, videos from Comic-Cons, behind-the-scenes content, and more. But even better, Patreon supporters get extra entries into the quarterly drawing for the Escape Crate. The Escape Crate is full of great stuff like t-shirts, Funko Pops, stickers, mugs, and other random goodies. The higher the membership level, the more entries per month month you'll earn you also can receive one entry per episode you share on social media so if you have a couple extra bucks toss us some we will use it for covering the cost of hosting the show paying for booths at cons and equipment upgrades thanks Thanks for for all the support support. and And now now back back to to the show show. hey we're back darkness no trying I have tears in my eyes. I do too. Oh, God. Fuck. I laughed so hard. (laughs) Holy shit. All right. That's just terrible. Are you guys ready to talk about Moon Knight? I didn't know that's what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah, we took the break like we were going into the normal Jim and a Jam and a Juju. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, no. Uh-huh. For what? Totally. Moon Knight. I thought we were getting ready to talk about the Big Lebowski. We are going to soon. It depends on how soon you let us get through Moon Knight. Episodi one. <laughs> Episodi one. Welcome to Episodi. All right, episode one, the goldfish no, problem. No, it's episodi from now on. <laughs> episodi one. Uh, the National Gallery employee, Stephen Grant, suffers from blackouts. And after going to sleep one night, he wakes up in the Australian Alps. Austrian Alps. There's a huge fucking difference. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to go out on a limb. There's a big difference between Austria and Australia. And I don't think there's Alps in one of them. Well, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. To be fair, what's an elk really? Hair split, you know. <laughs> uh, in a great way, Grant witnesses a cult meeting led by Arthur Harrow, who demands the scarab Grant unknowingly has in his possession. Now, I just got to say, the castle from the comics. Uh-huh. Von Doom. We, right. are, we are here. They... I don't think we're going to set up for Marvel's biggest villain. Like, I don't think he's going to come on here in no. Moon Knight. No. But 
did they put that, that i mean the, the castle itself with the road winding up to it that's his castle that's yeah. and and the guys that are running around are wearing the proper coloring with well, purple how and long green. did did marvel lead us down the mephisto rabbit hole that never came out it's true it's true there was Might one other easter be... egg where you see like a von d on a box in a truck but yeah I, it's kind of blatant but then again, the Mephisto was a little blatant as well. Yeah. So it might just be uh, Marvel pulling our chains like they'd like to do. It's true. He has several more blackouts and hears a mysterious voice in his head as he attempts to escape before waking up in his home. Grant realizes that two days have passed since we, he went to sleep, during which his goldfish was replaced and he missed a date. Grant finds a hidden phone and key card in his apartment and receives a call from the most frequent number in the phone's call log, a woman named Layla, who just fuck, we just don't let people finish what the fuck we're reading, huh? Yep. <laughs> What's the address, Mass? Mark, bitch. Mark. Mark. Uh, the next day at work, Grant is confronted by Harrow, who reveals that he is a servant of the Egyptian goddess Amit. Later that night, Harrow summons an Anubis-associated jackal creature that attacks Grant at the museum. When the jackal corners Grant in the restroom, his reflection in a mirror talks to him and asks to take control of their body. Grant agrees and transforms into a cloaked warrior who kills the jackal. Now, what did you take away from the first episode? I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like legitimately, like I knew that like he had split person, like, but I was like, are we time jumping here? Like I was so fucking lost, man. Right. We were led, led to believe that he felt like he was time jumping. Excuse me. That was a good burp. Yeah. I just like, the first episode, I told him, I was like, I don't know, man. I'm not there yet. He did. Right. I really just. His initial opinion had me so bummed out because I was all in episode one. I was, like, I was locked. Yes. And Brady was like, I don't know, bro. I, I don't even know what the fuck I just saw. Yeah. When when we saw Oscar Isaac with the whole scarab thing um, and having no control over his arms and doing that pantomime kind of acting with you know something inside of him is keeping that away i was like i don't know where this is going but because i honestly i knew jack shit about moon knight for a comic character so i'm not a a a truest um when it comes to comics or anything i was just hoping for a neat story yeah me too Um, and it looked kind of like partially paranormal supernatural so i was like you know what that's up my alley i'll give her a go and right at that whole scarab scene. And then like he snaps out and he kills a bunch of people and then comes back to, and then snaps out and he's driving down a truck in a cupcake truck. Then he snaps out and he wakes up with a gun in his hand and a guy in the back dead. <laughs> um, I was like, not- I don't know where this is going. There's something he's switching, you know, his personalities, but there's something else going on. And I, I'm, I'm kind of hooked. I'm locked in. Scott just said in the ch- in the chat that he's not seen the Big Lebowski. 
That breaks my heart. Oh, I feel like everybody should see the Big Lebowski. I'm surprised Scott hasn't seen the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Seems and that like aggression crazy. won't stand, man. Yeah, that would aggression won't stand. That man. aggression won't stand. Man. You mind if I do a J in here? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, man. Um I would like I said, I was all in. Like within the first probably ten minutes, I was like, Oh, this this show's fucking gonna be good. Right. Um and then when he started popping back and forth, I was like gotta do it this way mm. and um i was talking to somebody else about this about why i was like so in for moon Knight for not knowing anything about the character right kevin smith has always said that his if he was approached to do any marvel character what would it be yeah he's always said it was moon Knight. Okay. You read what tar- Backyard Tardis said? Uh-uh. I heard if you say Moon Knight too many times, wild, angered Joker voice. Yeah, here. That is the wrong. truth. He is not wrong. Um, he is, he's, he's very passionate about his feelings on Moon Knight. Uh, yeah, Kevin has said on multiple occasions that if he got to work on a character, he'd want to work on Moon Knight. And I always thought that was an interesting comment, especially being that he's yeah. such a Batman fan, right? Right. Um, and he's worked on Daredevil. So that's like kind of his other favorite thing is Daredevil. Right. So I'm like, why Moon Knight? You know what I mean? And and then I started to do a little digging on the character, you know, surface level where you're like, oh, this guy's yeah. got multiple uh, personalities and he he has this uh, Egyptian god, so to speak, like living in him. And like, I was like, oh, that could be cool. And then when they said they were going to do a show and that Oscar Isaac was going to be the lead, I was like, well, fuck, sign me up. Right. I watched uh, our Red 5 sister channel, uh, Comics and Cosmetics, and Danny did a whole show on basically the origins of Moon Knight from the comics and all the way through. And that's when I finally learned about it. And I'd already seen episode one. And it was her review of the character and how it was evolved through to where um, in the originals, it was he created these personalities in order to be a better mercenary, be a better spy. And then he died and they laid him at the foot of uh, the Egyptian God of the moon. And basically he came out and said, Hey, um, I'll bring you back to life, but I'm going to use you as a vessel. And it was just too much. And he snapped. And now it's these personalities that have no cohesion to the whole. Yep. I like Steve in the chat asks us it's we've kind of moved past it a little bit, but I like it. Yeah. Steve in the chat asks, who would you cast to play Dr. Doom? I cast play Dr. Doom. Michael Fassbender. Hmm. Fassbender would be all right. That's not a bad choice. Who? Von Doom. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, that's that's a good question. A tough one. It's yeah. a hard one to like. Wow. I, I don't. I can't. 
They, Steve said Michael Fassbender. So yeah, I don't know, man. Like I need to think on that. I w- I mean, wow. hmm. yeah, I got to think about that. Yeah, that would take. That I enjoyed the guy who played him in the first movie. I think the the actor who portrayed him, like he had the presence. I fit. I think like he could have been directed in a different direction or to portray him a different way. He he could have right. done a good job. I I thought the stature and the look of him mm-hmm. from the guy who played him in the movie did a good job. Okay. But that's there. all I can really think of right now. Having you know what I mean, having that correlation to the two. Yeah. Right. I just don't think I got a good answer off the top of my head. Although, and I, I don't don't take this the wrong way. I'm not entirely opposed to uh, you know he's going to be in this movie. He was in the Batman, but John Toretto, John Turturro, Turturro. Turturro, yeah. Oh. Like, like he's he's shown a level of range that I yeah, almost wouldn't range. mind seeing him just unhinged as Doctor Doom. Jason Statham with hair. It does need to be more like a like a like a BYT saying a Northern European, almost Scandinavian type uh, character. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So, I don't know. Yeah, that would take some thinking. That was a good thinking question. There, yeah, Steve. I'm out of my element on that one. You really got the me. The guy who plays in Ted Lasso, Beard, Coach Beard, not Coach Beard. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, no, who plays the retired soccer player? Oh yes, that guy. I, I'm with that, Brady. I think Brady's right. The guy that, uh, what's his name? I'm brain farting his name. The fuck? Fill the space. I'll look it up. You Have you watched Ted Lasso? I have not. Oh, man. Not yet. This dude, he's like the old, like in the first season, he's the old head on the team. And right. like, he's just got this, I don't give a fuck attitude. His name is Brett Goldstein. Hmm. Um, But he, he plays uh, Roy Kent. Roy Kent, Roy Kent. Okay. Like he he plays this character that's completely different from who he is as a person. Like I guess he's like the sweetest fucking guy. Yeah. But he plays right. this guy that like at one point he's coaching uh a girls uh little league soccer team. Like six year old. Yeah. Yeah. Well okay. nine, maybe. Yeah. Okay, nine. And he goes, Oh I cunts. Like what the <laughs> fuck? And you're like and the little Ooh. girls are like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Like I legit, I would I would be in for that. I I like Brady's casting. That dude just he's got a the the ridiculous amount of range he's got would be fun. Hmm. Be solid, especially and and I think that he could do that. Uh, uh, two different character thing, like yeah. you know, you got to have Batman and Bruce Wayne, and you got to have Von Doom and Doctor Doom, like. Where you have that, like, oh, this is me here, and this is me completely fucking unhinged here. <laughs> gotcha. I I I like that casting. Nobody else has to like it, but we like it. We're in. We're in for it. It works. Any, anything else? Episode one. You think you want to hit up? I 
I enjoyed the last part of the bathroom scene, like first go oh. around, first watch. Like, oh, yeah. The suit like, reveal is dope. Yeah, like the whole talking to the mirror, the mirror talking back to him, like that whole part, and then let me take over, and then he comes through and beats the fuck out of like, Yeah, that was sweet. That was pretty dope. Now, what we don't know is if the suit imbues him with some powers or not. But the second episode does kind of imply that he has a supernatural ability to take a fucking punch. Right. So let's get into episode two. Episode two. Before before we get into episode two, I got to say this before I lose the thought. This episode had very much, there was a portion of it where it had fucking very much Jim Carrey the mask vibes. Okay, you're not the only one. I got that too. Hmm. I would have never put those things yeah. together, but I can definitely see that as a possibility. It uh, came out when he when he's in the suit, when he first gets in the suit and everything, like where he's in the like yeah. the nice dress suit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about episode two? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I totally get that. Yep. All right, episode two: summon the suit. Uh, Grant is fired for the damage that he did to the restroom uh, when fighting the jackal. And the jackal does not appear on the museum security footage. So he just is kind of on camera, just wrecking the fucking wrecking museum. Uh, he uses the key card to access a storage locker where he finds the scarab. He speaks with uh, his reflection, another identity in Grant's body that introduces himself as American mercenary Mark Spector, uh, the current avatar of the Egyptian moon god, Khonshu. Kanshu. It's a fucking sweet name for a dog. Kanshu? I'm in I'm into it. You're yeah. gonna have to tell every like every vet you take him to how to spell it though. Yeah, for sure. I don't maybe then I give up on the name because fuck yeah. that. We just call him Connie. What? What? Hmm? It's Connie with a K. They're yeah, like, that's it's, it's dumb. A, it's a boy's name. It's a dog named Sue. It's and then it's an IE. Wait, why why are you being difficult? It starts with a Q. We're gonna call him Rick. Dick for short. Silent W. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Oh fuck, it's my turn to read. It's your turn. Grant is confronted by Layla, Spectre's wife. For a second there, I'm like, wait, this doesn't happen in Ted Lasso. Grant is confronted by Layla, Spectre's wife, who is unaware of Grant's existence before being arrested by police officers who now work for Haro. Haro reveals that he was Conchu's previous avatar until he chose to follow Amit instead in the hope of preventing future harm rather than simply carrying out vengeance. He explains that he wants to use the scarab to find Amit's tomb and resurrect her so she can purge humanity of evil by wiping out everyone who has or will commit evil deeds. And then you know what it gave me vibes of? I can't remember the name of the fucking Tom Cruise movie. Where Tom Cruise would like... Oblivion? No, it's in the future. I love Oblivion. Oh, and like, oh yeah. Uh, 
they they stop crimes before they happen. Minority Report. Minority Report. We were all there together. We're in. No, it was, me and Dragon Buddy were there. It was basically up. in unison. If we, I was to, <laughs> if I was to replay it, it was basically in unison. <laughs> That's only because you forgot the minority part and just said report. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. It's all good. Yeah, I definitely had some minority report vibes. Yeah. I couldn't think of the name of the title of the movie then, too. I'm just like, I remember this movie. Yeah. This looks familiar. Set thing with the thing. And that brings up an interesting point. We are going to start doing a, a series of shows that are uh, about individual actors' bodies of work. At some point, we'll dive into Tom Cruise. Ooh, that could, like, we could have a lot of shit talking from people in the chat. They're yeah, going to be like, fuck that little bastard. I will both say I like stuff and also talk shit about other stuff. Oh, absolutely. With Tom Cruise. Same here. There's some movies that I was like, this is one of the best movies and it will always be. And then there's like fucking Tom Cruise. Vanilla Sky is one of my favorites. I love Vanilla Sky. Uh, That is a good fucking movie. Hell yeah. That shit is so solid. Um, And conversely, uh, Mission Impossible is terrible. Fuck. I like the first one. Uh, I was I was kind of a fan of like the original and when watching that it was like dude this isn't Mission Impossible you made all the cool people bad guys I I <laughs> I dare you to go and watch the first one compared and compare it to any of the other ones the first one has a lot more of a more grounded groundedness to it yeah it doesn't feel so fast and furious. Over the top, and and yeah, those movies over the top. really did go to a place. That but I that's what, follow. like, they tried to do. Like, they had their scenes in the first. Oh shit, he's in the fucking room, and he, you know. And then after that, it's like we got to fucking do better than we got to do right. more and bigger than the last yep. movie we just did. That's it's exactly the first movie. Uh, okay, so now that we're way off on Tom Cruise, uh, there are two kinds of. People who like spy movies, I think there's mm. Michigan, 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 Michigan Impossible, Impossible. Michigan, Michigan Impossible people, and um, uh, James Bond, Bond movies, yeah. 007 people. And I'm a 007 guy. And the Same first here. Mission Impossible movie has a lot of 007 vibes, yeah. like the rappelling into the fucking oh, yeah. cool uh, computer room to, you know, can't touch the anything, you know, that shit I'm into, but the shit that it got into where he was riding on a motorcycle down a mountainside backwards while he pulled off a fake face. I got time for you. This yeah, I guess we're not going to do Tom Cruise because Chantel can't stand Tom Cruise. So we got to stop it right there. Oh, uh, collateral was a good. On it. She's like, Interview with Tom a vampire. Cruise. See, now she's getting into stuff. Yeah. Right. All right. So Layla collateral was fucking good. Wait, collateral was with fucking uh oh boy. Oh shit. Jamie Foxx. Right? Yes. That was collateral. Yeah. Where yeah. he's the taxi cab driver and he's taking him all the fucking places. Yep. Yeah, dude. That shit was yeah. fucking nuts. You know what movie I liked? I think he was in. Wasn't he in? Miami Vice. They did a movie of that. So um, don't you fucking turn your back. You know what my feelings on that movie is? 
they should have called that movie anything other than Miami Vice, and it would have been a fucking cool-ass movie. Was Tom Cruise in Miami Vice? No, fucking, I think Jamie Foxx was. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe, yeah. That was a fucking bitching-ass movie. Tell us about the next uh, part of this episode. So, go back to Moon Knight and not Tom Cruise. Uh, Layla rescues Grant, but Harrow summons another jackal creature. Grant manages to summon a suit of his own to fight the jackal, but he's overpowered and allows Spectre to take control. Spectre kills the cat jackal, but loses the scarab to Harrow. Khonshu threatens to claim Layla as his next avatar should Spectre fail to stop Harrow before sending Spectre to Egypt. Yeah, like even that scene at the end, dude, my man is sitting down with a almost gone bottle of like Jack Daniels or some shit. Yeah. We're like, oh, he doesn't want to do this. Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx were in Miami Vice. Yes. It was a fucking good movie, dude. I dare you to go watch it. I, I that movie. I, I'm not going to take that dare. Why? <laughs> I just don't. Have, it was a good fucking movie, bro. but I don't have the bandwidth for it. Like there's, there's a lot of that. Like I have these conversations with people where they're like, you know what? You should do this. You should watch this thing that came out, you know, 17 years ago. And I'm like too much stuff happening now. I don't, I can't go back. I remember those comments, buddy. If, if I go back generally, you should go watch letter. Kenny go fuck off. Letter. Kenny's happening. I'm not hearing you now. I'm not hearing you now. Shut your mouth. Go fuck right off. <laughs> oh, it's go fuck yourself. That's a fucking TV remote, stupid. Brady did watch Army of Darkness. Yeah. Letter Kenny is happening now, though. If now, we were now. doing a show on Miami Vice and I had to watch it, like, to study for that show, I'd watch it. It's a good movie. It just shouldn't be called Miami Vice. They should have called it something different. That's the point I was trying to make. And then you just became an asshole. No, I did not just become an asshole. No, I mean, you've always, been, you've always been. Thank you. Thank you. Are we ready to talk about the Lebowski? Dude, the I mean, Talk to your buddy. The abide dudes. Talk to the buddy. <laughs> We're just his buddies. Yeah, it's true. He's ready, though. You're right, ready, right? I'm ready, buddy. Look oh how. God, oh, buddy. Buddy. <laughs> I'm so fat. My gut's falling over my fucking jeans, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Oh, buddy. I want to undo my belt, buddy. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. Okay. You're a polar biting bastard. Asshole, Uncle fucker. Fucker. You're an Uncle Fucker, I must say. You fucked your uncle yesterday. Uncle Fucker. Uh, that's you. <laughs> and you. And me. And you. you. Uncle Fucker. Fuck you. <laughs> Got that out of the way. Right Which off the rails. Just- we might as well just mention that in this movie, uh, the word fuck is used like 200 and some odd times. At least. <laughs> at least. Um, so in the early 1990s, Los Angeles slacker Jeffrey the Dude Lebowski is assaulted in his home by two enforcers of porn king Jackie Treehorn, who is owed money by the wife of a different Jeffrey, Jeffrey Lebowski. The... The only issue I have with the way this is presented is we didn't know who those dudes worked for. Tis true. When right. they pissed on the dude's rug. Tis true. Right. And we miss his whole fucking grocery store. 
Went to the grocery store and he got his stuff for the fucking white Russians. Yes. He fucking wrote a check for 69 cents. 69 cents. Yes. And you know, okay. So this is a thing that I, I think good comedies do um, that not all comedies seem to understand. Like you say, he goes to the store, he gets this, he's very carefully selects the best thing of creamer. To the point where he sniffs it and tastes it before he commits to buying. And he still has it on his mustache when he goes to fucking. (laughs) So he gets back to the place, his house, with the white Russian. And and right then, you should think it's odd that the front door of this place opens into the hallway. But you don't. Right. And as he's walking into his place... Some dudes bum rush him, shove him all the way across the apartment, right into the bathroom, explode his brand new, brand new everywhere. creamer all over the bathroom. <laughs> like that's that's just good writing. Like you don't have to notice it to enjoy the story, but if you were paying attention, like you get that extra little laugh and I, a I little bit that. with the with the uh you know i don't know let me look one more time yeah i'm sure it's down there i love the part where he's sitting there and he fucking he's sitting next to the toilet and he pulls his glasses out of the toilet kind of shakes them off (laughs) and puts them fucking on i'm like grabs the bowling ball and what's this not much of a golfer are you (laughs) (laughs) so good One of the goons urinates on the dude's favorite rug. Really brings the room together. Yeah. Before they realize they have the wrong man and leave. Advised by his bowling partners, Vietnam veteran Walter Sobach and Donnie Carabastos, the dude visits wealthy philanthropist Jeffrey Big Lebowski, demanding compensation for the rug. Yeah. Uh, I will say, like, right from the get-go, John Goodman's commitment to Walter Subject is phenomenal. <laughs> he yeah. commits. Yeah, I that Walter character is, I mean, it's John Goodman doing kind of a John Goodman-y thing. No! But that character is so fucking good. I, it's so over-the-top. <laughs> With everything. Yeah. Yeah. Market zero. My friends didn't die face down in the mud. <laughs> Market zero, dude. <laughs> it's Asian America. Come on. Yeah. That that kind of shit. Like how he goes from being like, fuck this, fuck you, fuck him, fuck that. To, hey, listen, watch your mouth. <laughs> they don't appreciate being called Chinaman. Chinaman. Don't say that. It's Asian American. Shut up, Donnie. You're out of your depth. <laughs> uh, so Big refuses, but the dude's the dude tricks Big's assistant Brant into letting him take a similar rug from the mansion. Outside, he meets Bunny, Big's trophy wife, and her German nihilist friend Uli. Soon after this, Bunny is apparently kidnapped, and Big hires the dude. To deliver the requested ransom money, one million dollars. This whole like setup is like super bizarre because she's she's like flat out. She's like, "I'll suck your dick for a thousand dollars." 
I'm going to find a cash machine. Yeah, he's I'm just like, ATM. he's like, wait a minute, do I have a thousand dollars? Right. <laughs> Anywho, um, that night, a different pair of thugs accost the dude, taking his replacement rug on behalf of Big Big's daughter from his prior marriage, Maud, who has a sentimental attachment to it. Yeah, see, I don't like how this has been written. Because it's letting us know all the facts, like right up on Jump Street, when all this yeah. shit we don't learn about till later. True. That, that there is a, uh, I, I, it's not Quentin Tarantino esque, but it has some of that. Like, here's the thing, and nobody knows about it, and we're gonna find out a bit about it later, and then it'll all make sense. But for now. You're kind of There's left a in the dark. whole bunch of puzzle pieces. Yes. We don't have the border quite yet. Yeah. Um, the kidnappers arranged to collect the ransom, convinced that Bunny kidnapped herself. Walter concocts a scheme to keep the ransom money by substituting it with a briefcase full of his dirty underwear. That's true. His dirty undies. It was his dirty undies. And I would love to have somebody explain to me why you would have an entire briefcase size pile of dirty undies dirty underwear i don't think they were all dirty You're just letting it out there you know dirty undies i i think that all of my little. undies dirty clean currently wearing all of those don't fill a briefcase <laughs> can't be all right no you want to do a little dance i'm gonna have to in a minute anyway um it's like in uh in uh, Wayne's world when he's like, I don't even have enough pairs of undies, let alone to necessitate an entire rack. <laughs> yeah. Although things do not go entirely according to Walter's plan, the kidnappers leave with Walter's laundry and Walter and the dude return to the bowling alley, leaving the ransom money in the trunk of his car. While the bowlers bowl, the car is stolen from the parking lot. I don't see a scenario where you let a million dollar briefcase out of your sight. It's the dude. F- it's fuck it. Let's go bowling. Fuck and it, let's dude, go. you know what I loved was the fucking bag phone. Yeah. Dude, old that school fucking old early school 90s car bag phone. phone. It was even it was even old school for the time this movie was made. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like cuz this was 92. Yeah, that's like a 1986 cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, revealing Bunny is one of the Treehorn's actresses and lovers, Maud agrees that Bunny staged her own abduction and asks for the dude's help to recover the money, which her father illegally withdrew from the family's foundation. This whole Maud character, played by Julianne Moore, is crazy. Um, and she was and, like at her hottest. Yeah, and over the top crazy, where <laughs> where the dude is just like, what vagina, what. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The fact she comes flying in on a zip line, completely fucking naked, right? Splashing paint. Yeah, and you see her like across the room, uh, like her whole like silhouette. You see a little skin, but like not oh, everything, yeah. right? And and I remember sitting there in the nineties, going, "Fuck, Julianne Moore is hot." Yeah, and I my forty two year old self was like. 
Fuck, Julianne Moore was hot. Is <laughs> <It was> hot. <laughs> I was really surprised. I was like, man, she really did kind of have it going on for, um, I don't know. Like, it's not like she was a sex symbol of a actress, right? But she was, she was doing damn things. sexy. Yeah, could be the red hair. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I may have a weakness for such things. <laughs> It's possible, maybe. <laughs> I'm on record. <laughs> on a couple. Uh, later, the dude is separately confronted uh, for his failure to deliver the ransom by both Big and a trio of German nihilists who identify themselves as the kidnappers. Uh, Maud is able to confirm that the Germans are Bunny's friends. The dude's car, minus the briefcase, is recovered by the police. Driving home after meeting with Maud, the dude finds homework stuffed in the seat signed Larry Sellers. Walter and the dude confront Larry at his father's home, interrogating him about the missing briefcase. Before we stray too far about this, like we are glossing over a ton of really great gags. That's the oh, problem yeah. with doing comedy with movies comedies. on a podcast. Yes. Um, but there's, there's a lot of little things that go on, like when he's getting in the car and it's what's that smell? Well, a bunch of vagrants use it as a bathroom. <laughs> right. Um, well, like six or seven guys down at the station on it. Right. Yeah. This, they're working in shifts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Larry Sellers is the son of some uh, famous author, right? Mm-hmm. Who made TV shows, particularly a TV show that Walter and the dude are big fans of. Can't remember right. the name of it. Yeah, not offhand. But, but he's, he's in an iron lung. Yeah, he's in an iron lung on the far side of the house, and they're like yelling at him. We're big fans. <laughs> it's just fucking silly. Just before they accost his son. <laughs> is this your homework, Larry? Larry, is this your homework? <laughs> is this your homework, Larry? Larry. <laughs> the kid's just sitting there. He's like, we know it's the kid's homework, man. <laughs> I love that whole scene. Like, like even the dude is put out by Walter. This is really when they start to uh, separate a little bit. Where the dude is like, "Do you gotta be a fucking dick all the time?" <laughs> all the, time. the kid doesn't want to answer the questions. He's just standing there. So Walter goes outside and just takes it out on the sports car, thinking that Larry bought a sports right. car with a million dollars. Until the actual owner, a neighbor, appears, <laughs> freaks out, and where, for a minute, Walter realizes that I might have gone too far. <laughs> Oops. And then takes it out by dis- helping to destroy what's left of the dude's car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thinking that it's Walter's car. <laughs> so now it has funny. no windows, and right. he smashes it all up. Um, The car, that's another, like, sub- joke in this movie this car that was already oh. a piece of shit takes a serious beating in this movie <laughs> when he's trying to get when he's leaving talking to Maud, and the guy he thinks the guy's following him the little volkswagen bug and mm-hmm. when he just he's not paying attention he slams into that dumpster and the thing's up off the up <laughs> off its wheels and slam it down on the ground what yes. are you doing yeah that's <laughs> the only. That's the kind of shit you could only do with like a 1978 Rambler or whatever the fuck <laughs> that thing is. 
You right. get all like if you do that with a modern car. I slid into the ditch in my wife's Ford Fusion. Right. And I mean, I gently slid into a ditch that might have been three feet deep. It's not even. I didn't even fuck up the front of the car. Right. <laughs> but I destroyed the entire undercarriage and suspension in the front of this car. Like the fucking radiator was gone. Mm-hmm. A bunch of the suspension pieces were broken. Like it was insane. And I gently oozed into this ditch. That's all it took. But those old cars, you bounce them off like 18 fucking light poles. And it just didn't even oh, My matter. grandmother had an 88 Monte Carlo LS. I used to drive that around. The doors weighed 250 yeah. pounds a piece. Like yeah. we, I had to replace the hinges on the door. It's crazy. Gone in 60 seconds. They beat the fuck out of that Mustang. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, they did. My wife's grandma had a um, what is this, 19, like 92 Buick Roadmaster. Oh, yeah. And uh, you could have like killed an entire busload of nuns with that, and it wouldn't even have dented it. Nope. Anyway, uh, <laughs> bus loaded nuns. The dude returns home where he finds Maud wearing a robe. They have sex, and Maud tells the dude that her father has no money of his own. The family fortune belonged to her late mother, who left him none. The final piece of information which the dude needs to work out the entire scheme. After Bunny left town, her nihilist friends faked her kidnapping to extort money from her husband. Big withdrew the ransom from the family trust, but kept it for himself, not caring what happened to his wife, giving the dude a briefcase containing phone books instead. That whole thing, like watching that unfold, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes complete and total fucking sense. Why the fuck didn't I think of that earlier? <laughs> Chick's got her fucking toe cut off and she's got her foot in a fucking cowboy boot with the fucking toe cut off. What the fuck's going on here? When you're talking to Walter in the in the diner and uh he was oh, like yeah. what about the toe and he's like, You want a toe? I can get you a toe. I'll get you a toe by three o'clock. Yep. Three o'clock. The I fact know, that maybe. he looks down at his watch to like yeah, to make sure. Yeah. Do the math. Three. three. I can do three. I get you a toe oh, by man. three. I'm drinking my coffee. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> the waitress is like, you're going to have to leave. He's like, no, no, it's a free country. First Amendment. I'm finishing my coffee. Right. You can't say fuck. <laughs> uh, in a final confrontation outside the bowling alley, the Nihilist set the dude's car on fire and demand the ransom money, which is freaking hilarious. These three guys, including flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes out there we're going to kick you we're gonna we got to fuck you up we're gonna fuck you in the ass to fuck you fuck your ass. they're telling them we don't have any money he kept the money well how much money do you have which is like what 23 dollars or something <laughs> I, was like, I got maybe about four dollars yeah the one right. dude's got like 12 donnie yeah, i got i got donnie 18. Has 18 bucks yeah right we're gonna fuck you in the ass for the money give us the money well walter has had enough and Walter finally comes in handy, violently fends them off, where he jumps on the one guy and chews his ear off and spits, spits it in the air. <laughs> in slow motion. It's like- in slow motion. The other guy's 
trying to get her out. The dude's trying to hit him with the ball bag and takes a fire extinguisher to the side of his head. Yeah. That's the thing that uh, Walter does where he, he bowls the bowling ball like right into the dude's chest and the dude is on the ground being a guppy for 10 minutes. Going, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He broke like eight ribs, <coughs> probably shoved one through his diaphragm. <laughs> like he's a fucking mess at this point. <laughs> and then no help to his friends. They got a man down and Donnie's down and dude's like he was shot. Well, nobody's there was no shots. There was no shots. You they find a heart out attack. Fuck. Donnie's having a heart attack. They call for an ambulance. And we switch to where basically Donnie didn't make it from his uh through his heart attack and we're now at the mortuary where they're receiving the last of his remains where they're arguing this is <laughs> oh yeah he was so pissed. can't we just rent it from you we're not even gonna put him in there we're spreading Sir, this isn't a rental center this is a mortuary <laughs> which i and think then- is silly because really anybody who's dealt with uh when somebody passes they put yeah. the remains in a plastic bag in a cardboard box. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. urn is just for looks. Right. That's it. Um, so they decide to, they're going to spread his ashes and we see them climbing up the uh, California little dunes and in a coffee can. Uh, Walter gives a great speech, including way too much about Vietnam and dumps the ashes and the wind takes it and pushes it right into the dude's face. He's covered now in Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have a moment where it looks like that's the end of their friendship. <laughs> the dude freaks out. What the fuck? Why is it always something? Why is it always drama with you? Right. Um. So after they fucking get their little feelings sorted out there, the, Fucking Walter's like, well, fuck it, let's go bowling. <laughs> so the movie just ends up in this, in this like awkward, like, well, that was fucked up. Let's go fucking bowling. They never did play to Jesus. Nope. That's something we didn't talk about, and we should have. Dude, one thing I want to talk about that I enjoyed was a lot of the transitions from scenes. Like they do the bowling one where at the end where Donnie has the heart attack, mm-hmm. and as as the it's panning out and the the lighting's closing, the uh, neon starburst things that are on the wall, they stay in focus and it all darks out except for the starburst. Mm-hmm. I just liked how some of those transition are like when he's flying in the air through the sky when he gets knocked the fuck out. So I don't know if you guys caught that, but those scenes, those transition scenes, like you say, most of the time it was when... Uh, Lebowski was uh, blacked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it had elements from all that have been going around him. Yep, like, uh, yep. It's all based on shit that's been going on, but they're shot like uh, uh, the entry scenes of 007 movies. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if like that was intentional or if that's just the way they look, but they're very like abstract abstract Mm -hmm. um and but oddly specific right you know what i mean like those like you know where one minute you're 
tracing a bullet and the next thing you're like in the shutter of a camera and you know yeah, you are the bowling ball going down the lane yeah at one point you become the bowling ball <laughs> um so, so little the little things through this movie are hilarious like when he's laying on his on his rug and he's listening to his headset he's listening to bowling Yes. As he's laying on the rug, you yeah. can hear the pins crashing and he's just got this stupid smile on his face. Yep. It's the classic from 87. Of a, <laughs> yeah. Of a bowling alley on a Saturday night. <laughs> um, a, lot of, a lot of little jokes. The, the move and Chantel says that if I don't bring this up, she's going to castrate me. So uh, the movie is opened by Sam Elliott, Elliot giving a prologue. Yes. About the dude, just what it what it is to be the dude and why the dude is special. And essentially he says that every time's got somebody that it's gotta have, and this one was the dude. Right. I I, I have a big thing that I've actually been I've read about a long time ago with when it comes to Sam Elliott. One, I love Sam Elliott. I love his typecast cowboy characters. He also reminded me a lot of my dad just the way he carried himself. And there's a big thing that Sam Elliott is God and he's narrating out what happened to the dude. He meets up with the dude at a bar Mm -hmm. and you only really see the dude talking to him. Right. And basically tells him. um, And then when he runs into the end or basically go take it easy, man. And it's God telling him that, you know, he's the guy that's going to go out and just go with the flow and be with life and right. be the constant of, of everything. Um, while the rest of us, you know, are part of this whole sitting, he's out there mm-hmm. relaxing it up for us. Right. Um, and, and the yeah, this is a big thing with Sam Elliott being God through this. Yep. And, uh, he, he, pretty takes well. a, he takes exception to the dude using curse words all the time. Mm-hmm. He even mentions it like, Hey, yep. Yep, chill it uh, out. And then the dude does it again, and he's like, hey, dude, have it your way. Yes, Tina, Sam Elliott's mustache is a thing of beauty. It is yeah. all that is man. It is. It is very much like uh, his mustache uh, makes things happen uh, to yep. a lot of women. And I I just don't. I, I guess maybe I could grow one it's like just, that. It's just so thick. But, and mine would be so red. <laughs> that, like, in, people would just be like bro I see what you're doing but don't do that <laughs> in 1883 it's just as thick only it's white yes yes you know it's still the same mustache yeah. it still has that you know mother of god yeah <laughs> it, it's it's that crotch warmer mustache is what it is it keeps it warm on the top and the side is is I think what they like about it They're like, right but it feels so cozy in there so warm on the corners of his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) True story. True story. Um, Is there anything else that you want to make sure we bring up Brady? I know that you are well into your uh, uh, legs are not cooperating. I'm good. Brady's ready to wrap. Ramp. (laughs) It's a thigh tickler, Tina says. Ooh. Every every guy, this is a TikTok that I heard today. It made me laugh so so much. This girl's like, every 
Every guy wants a thick girl to sit on his face until he's like, baby, I can't breathe. Until he's all, can't breathe, can't move. <laughs> uh, as you got to have that mustache in there to give you some space. <laughs> it doesn't cause a seal. It's a breath saver. Yeah, it doesn't cause yeah. a seal. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. You got to be prepared is what we're saying. Don't go in there cold. And uh, I will mention that this movie spawned a religion. Yeah. Um, Dudism. Um, and there's like over 130,000 ordained priests, Dudist priests, that uh, um, that are all about the teachings of Jeff Bridges' character of the laid back, go with the flow, you know, just be it. the constant in life, man. It's, That's you know, another the- character we're going to... Or- Actor, we should talk about at some point the rich career of Jeff Bridges. I love Jeff Bridges; he's great. Um, he ranks right up there with Kurt Russell, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah just, dude. just classic, the iconic characters that he's played, even in bad movies. <laughs> right, right, yep. All right, well, um, hit the like button on this. Write us a review somewhere. Share it with us and, you know, tag Lunar Girl in it, and she will make sure that you get stickers. We'll read it live on the show. Yeah. We don't have any reviews right now, so we can't. No. It's true. That's a problem. We uh, must make sure that you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Follow we, we us like on it when the numbers media. are good. Yeah. Follow us on social media. I, I'm with Brady, the, the uh, Escape Pod Facebook group. Um, one of the only reasons I go on Facebook is for memes and a laugh. And we've got some great members in there that, that don't disappoint, throw up some good memes, a couple good laughs through the day, uh, help you get through the day. Uh, follow us also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Um, say it again with the bio.link slash ATSW, the escape pod to get all of the shenanigans, shenanigans. Also, social shenanigans. So shenanigans. So shenanigans. Good stuff. Yep. Brady, can you tell these guys where to find you? You can find me on Instagram at lowercase O zero capital B I G underscore capital L O V I N zero lowercase O. Once again, that's on Instagram. Don, can you tell these fantastic people where they can find you? I forgot you're not on the Twitter no more. No. You can find me. At Jetfire1979 on Twitter, and I'm Della Snooch on Instagram. I don't do Instagram much, so if you want to actually reach out to me at Jetfire1979 on Twitter or at A, the escape pod on Twitter. Yeah, that's what he's normally on. He's yeah, that's where I'm normally living at. Yep. Don't approach me with politics because I won't engage you in politics under the at A, the escape pod banner. Just so you know. Just shenanigans. Some some people do. They're like, hey, I know you have an opinion. And I'm like, not with this fucking Twitter handle, I don't. Come on over to Jetfire, we tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you can find me mainly on uh, Twitter now um, at uh, Dragon underscore Bud with two Ds. <laughs> Double the D. Uh, I do have a Twitch channel. Um, no content yet. Will be coming soon. Dragon Bud 8. That's all one word with the number 8 at the end. 
uh, content to be coming shortly. Yeah. Hey, Chantel, if, uh, if Apple won't accept your review, I've heard a lot of people say that it won't. Just take a screenshot of that and send it to us. And uh, that's all you got to do. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. May the force be with you. And go blue. Go blue, bitches. (sighs) Nicely done, friends. Out. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com.